Hello friends, my name is James Hawkins Jones, and as always I'm joined by my good friends Brian Castiglione and Anthony Alessino, as well as my younger brother, Jack Hawkins Jones. On this show we're all about parlays, overs, unders, spreads, and money lines. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Parlay What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another wonderful, beautiful episode of the Parlez-Vous podcast. Full squad, I feel like it's been a while. Everyone's here. Has been. We got everyone here. Before we get to the before topic, Jack was doing a scratch-off right before we went on the air. We said, what the fuck's oh, wrong with you? This is a gambling podcast. Do that on the air. So Jack's going to scratch. What are the winning numbers, baby? First of all, what ticket do we got? We got multiplier money, $5 ticket, New York lottery. Let's go. So we have winning numbers and our regular numbers. And we also have a we know how We know how they work. Oh, multiplier, I didn't know. What are the winning numbers? Winning numbers are 28, 32, 36, and 7. First one, 40. That's 17. I thought I just won $200. <laughs> 31. This is a mess, dude. 25. I got hit one on the bottom now. Nah. nah, he's got too many that are so close to ones he should have. It's a miss. 35. 4. 6. Wow. Yeah, you cooked, dude. Yeah, you're done, though. 21. Last one. 15. 7. I want $5. Yeah. Oh. Get your money back. The old get your money back, yeah. buy another. Yep. Let's have a look at where right the back multiplier into numbers are. 33. Seven's a thousand time multiplier. You want five grand. Yeah. 19, three, and one. Well, we did get $5 back, so. But that's fun because we got another one. Love this, dude. I love this is absolutely electrifying. I really wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I wasn't ready for a second either. No part of me was ready for that. I hope you had Winning numbers are? Did these come off the same roll? I think so. This what should do you think so? You buy it at the same time? Yeah. yeah. This should yeah. probably be another five dollar winner. No. No, you no? usually get you don't think so? No, no, usually you do because they both they goad you in to keep buying. Oh well, let's see. Let's see what you get. Winning numbers That's are weird. twenty four, nine, twenty two, and fourteen. I don't think you're going to lose. I just don't think you're going to win five. I got another five dollars. Oh. <laughs> right. So you'll win more. No, he's going to win more than five. He might win 10 or 15. Damn. Yeah. You thought I was full of shit. Oh, I mean, let's see what happens here. We're just going to, we're scratching the whole card right now because fuck it. We'll see if there's any more numbers here and we'll see if there's any multipliers. I love that he's scratching so hard the mic's picking it up. <laughs> Although that one might not be. Um, it's looking like just $5 here. All right. We'll have a look at the multipliers. All right. $10 one. Ladies nice. and gentlemen, next, tune in Thursday and I'll have two more. <laughs> so we broke Dark even. Or... We broke even. 
Wow, this nice. is a betting podcast, and we're looking like real degenerates. We broke well, even. Well, breaking even on scratch cash. offs is kind of a win. Once you pan that cash over, you it's that's it's that money's over. gone forever. You just have to assume you're going to so. But I'll tell you right now, you, you don't think that that theory I just laid out is any truth to it. Every single time, if I buy scratch offs and I'm scratching them on the way out, mm-hmm. and if it's like a one dollar scratch off and it's a two dollar winner. I go right back in and get two more off the yeah, same I don't really ball. buy scratch-offs because... I don't do it a lot either, no. but I, like, when and I, I do... I would never... I do them with the machine. I have to when I go food shopping. I would never buy a dollar scratch-off. Really? I buy never. a dollar scratch-offs all the time? No, nah, the odds are forever against you. Um, if you go to NewYorkLotto.com... See, now this is a horrible way to start the show, but if you go to NewYorkLotto.com, you can pick the scratch-off that you like, right? And it shows you the exact odds and how big the top prize... How many of the top prizes are left. Really? So on a dollar scratch off, I think it's like one of eight wins, one of seven wins. And then on a $20, $30 scratch off, it's one in three and a half, one in four win. Yeah. Well, so that makes sense. the odds are more so in your favor, obviously, on, on the, the bigger ones. But yeah, you can see it oh, here while we, uh, while we talk about something relevant. I'll pull it up. That's a sick beanie you got on, James. Thanks, dude. Shout out, Gengar. I'm glad you brought it up. We're all wearing beanies. Yours isn't so sick. Uh, you know, so C- pretty cool. The CNL aluminum so and glass. Sick, so it it's so I am sick. the brand, dude. It's, I am yeah. <laughs> Mine's pretty boring. My man, my man is a businessman. He is. See? Just so he... Double, triple, cash word. Top price, 300000 There's 10 remaining. It's a $5 game. So you gotta do is scroll, scroll through this bitch, dude. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Hey, man, I don't need you to educate me on scratch offs. I don't often buy them. Top price remaining. Look at that. No, I'm just saying. I don't buy them either. But look at that. That's garbage, bro. So you want to click some loose change, right? Let's just say. Loose changes are the ones that I buy. Yeah. yeah well, no. See, overall win one and five. All right, not bad. But guess what's happening? So the one we have is called multiplier. Seven million remaining of one dollar. Of one dollar, yeah. It's just hot garbage. Which one? What is it? Multiplier. Money bro. multiplier. I mean, you might have to give me a second. I just like. I'm fucking absolutely There's lost. There's nothing worse to me when you walk in to 7-Eleven on a Friday. Everyone just got paid. And there's some guy up at the counter. Oh, my God. Yeah. With like a six pack of Modelo lights. Two pack of like whatever brand reds, like Palmo reds, Marlboro reds, whatever it is. Top prize, sorry, top prize is one million for the game he just played. Really? Mm-hmm. How many of them are are available in the state? Two left. <sighs> Probably wasn't going to be those two, but hey, you never know. You, that is what they say. Come back on Thursday, and we'll fucking Win see. Million dollars. Never buy this one. X Series Twenty. There's zero top prizes left. Don't, Don't be that guy, dude. Don't be that bum. I, I didn't know we were. We should out. dive deep. New segment into the I show buy, after the Super Bowl. New York State Lotto tickets, dude. I buy scratch offs based off the colors and what they look like. Oh. That's and they're doing their job then. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Not you ever watch Nick? Shout out Nick. I know you're listening. I know you're listening, Nick. Shout Nick out. Nick will buy a scratch off. Not just scratch the barcode and scan it. Dude. Yeah, it's wild. That what do you do? That oral does that too. It's wild. <laughs> that, so. like, that is chaotic evil. Yeah. That there is no. That's a degenerate activity. Dude. Yeah, I don't like that shit. That shit bothers me. Why even buy the ticket? <laughs> that's more of a gamble than a fucking than yeah, scratching. You got to enjoy yourself. Don't come back Thursday without a VIP millions thirty dollars yeah. scratch off. <laughs> Oh my god, He's dude. gonna come back with it. Alright, dude. It's a thirty dollars scratch off, dude. That's yeah. a fucking that's three days of tips at Top Golf. That's, that's a waste of money. Terrific. Listen, 
<laughs> the worst prize you can get is fifty bucks, or nothing. Three point five million left. Of how, one in how many hit? One in six. Wow, right. those aren't super dope odds, but no, they're not incredible odds, dude. One in six. It's not when you really look at this, it makes you never want to do a scratch off again. Yeah, no, dude, it's a soccer to game. To win $2,000 so, on this, you it's 1 in 29,000. Yeah. That sucks, dude. All right, we're out To here. finish my thought, the guy at the counter, and then he spends proceeds to spend like $200 on scratch offs yeah. and walk out. And I'm like, yeah. it's you just got paid and you just spent half your paycheck on scratch offs, beer, and cigarettes, yeah, man. What are we doing here? I think everybody's entitled to live their own life. No, 100%. It's just like, ah. You know, it's rough. No, Scratch no, offs are that's, rough. That's the that he looks. You gotta understand. That's what gets him through every week. Oh yeah, I get it. What I, you don't mess with the guy's rituals, dude. Yeah, dude. I get it. You don't fuck with what gets a guy through his week. I understand Unless it. He fucks up horribly, then you tell him to fucking change everything because he's obviously not doing something right. This guy is super stressed. All right, dude. Are you okay? He is super stressed today. It's like like it's like a girlfriend, like a girl told him, like you know, you're a fucking loser. Change everything you are about yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's the response. Are you projecting right now? That's it. It's on? a complete projection. Do you want to talk? Floor's open. I want to talk about gambling. He's getting ready for his heel turn when the mullet comes off. He's turning heel on the show. Oh, he told me. Really? Mullet will come off eventually, but not before I cross your. We're gonna face. repackage him, dude. Interesting. How many times have you been repackaged in your life? <laughs> Just oh, once, dude. Oh, just oh, to oh, mow oh, it. Oh, well, no, twice. Oh, there was COVID Jack Hawkins. Not COVID. Um, keto, keto Jack Hawkins. No, first it was bitch made Jack Hawkins. <laughs> Whoa, well, he wasn't really a performer at that yeah, point. You know. Yeah, he entered the he entered the realm as as a, a, a baby face trying to get over, like Dominic Mysterio, hundred percent. Wasn't working out well. For Wasn't him. working, yeah. and then we went to keto. But then Keto Jack was like Evolution Randy Orton. Right. Got, yeah, got yeah. a little confidence in him. I'm you sorry. know. And then keto jack. So you uh, you think you've turned twice? You think? And then mullet jack. Yeah. So we're at three probably. If you do it again. But he's never turned heel. He's been repackaged, but he's never no, turned never heel. Think. He's just been repackaged. Over under human repackaged. This is the last step. Now we've repackaged you twice. We're it hasn't worked. Now we turn you heel. And if you can't get heat, you're probably going either back down to developmental or you're just getting your uh, papers. Your best endeavors, dude. Your future yes. endeavors. I'm going to tell you right Your now. future endeavors. I'm going to tell you right now, there's nothing better than a heel turn. All the great ones had one. There's nothing better than it, dude. There's nothing better than it. I'm telling you. If I could turn heel now, I would, but it's just not, you know, I, I just, I'm, I'm too much, I sell too much merch as a baby face, dude. It's just not, there's just, there's just not, it's just not in the cards for me anymore. But I mean, think about it. Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H. Randy Orton, seen as the only great that hasn't had yeah. a great heel turn. Hulk, yeah. but he's I mean, even, come on. even even Cena though, he started as like an anti-hero, weird like right. word life. I'm um, a gangster, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Until yeah. he became you know Brian, number one Brian's been seller. Packaged quite a few times, right? I guess so. Well, I mean, there's one tremendous package. I mean, yeah. yeah, you went yeah, from yeah, yeah. but that was one. <laughs> And then two, the gauges, the right, the longer hair, yeah, that's true. like style, style change for sure. Yeah. Um, years, for sure. But I don't think you've had a heel. I, I think you've been pretty much baby age your whole life. Yeah. Heel turns not really my thing. Mm, don't listen. To you me. you've had a couple of runs as a heel. 
yeah, in your yeah. career, for Jack sure. Just heels doesn't work out for me. It's one of those things, dude. I mean, I mean you know, you know. If you ask me, I think Keto was the heel turn. No, no way, no, I felt no like way. Keto was definitely babyface, Jack. Yeah, that was yeah. like no. It was a hundred percent. The crowd got behind you. Because if because all I heard at every oh, basketball yeah, game, right. all I heard at every basketball game was parents talking about how. Amazing it was how much weight you lost. Yeah, yeah. the transformation. Yeah, you yeah. Were a baby. It's all we heard if we sat around the parents. Yeah. If he came, we couldn't sit near the parents because we'd yell. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, you fucking dead fucking put his ass on the ground. <laughs> no, yeah, we wouldn't. But yeah, So, yeah, yeah, yeah regardless, was, uh, I think you should maybe consider turning heel. No. Right around Super Bowl, post-Super Bowl maybe, yeah. post-Super Bowl heel turn. Really, it comes down to whenever the mullet falls. You should start it thinking about it now. The Crave case could be what turns him heel. That's long-term booking. That's, that is that is long-term that is booking. Long-term booking. That's long-term that booking, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just think maybe the maybe mustache first episode has to after go. the Super Bowl. It's all of the new go. show. No, keep it. It's it's crave case. Keep it, keep it, keep it small like mine. Put the Crave case and he'll cut the mullet. You know what I mean? What? Cut the mullet off. <laughs> it's too thick. It's too thick. What the stash? Yeah, I'm I get it. It's because he can't really grow anything else. But no, but just keep it nice. like at a one. This is a one. You know? Yeah, but just even like take a a fine edge and just trim yeah, it you around you, so that way it's not in your mouth. You know, little. It's not. It is. It's it's in your lip. You go above your lip with the blade. Or a buzzer, and give yourself a nice little, you know. All right, speaking of gambling, uh, oh, does anybody want to do Super Bowl boxes this year? Not particularly. No, not CNL ones. Does anybody want to do a big boy one? Not particularly not at all. No. That's fine. I'm three and three in the last three years. I won Anthony all three. Anthony loves boxes. He'll join four on his own. Then I'll throw my own. So I'm all set. The last three years, I did a, I split a five hundred dollar box. The last three years. And all the last three years, I've hit at least a quarter. Nice. Last year, I hit three quarters. Dude, you don't want me in. I've never hit a box. That's why I retired from boxes. I've hit boxes every year. I just don't Jimmy's like, Jimmy's just retiring all over everything. Yeah. Retired. Jimmy's I've like, been retired from boxes. Jimmy's like, doesn't work? I'm retired. <laughs> I'm retired. Well, you get to a point, dude. Retire. You <laughs> keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. That's you know? true. I get you. I get you. Retirement Before we get into it. it. Go ahead. And I didn't brief you on this, but I'm hitting you, hitting you with it now. Me or Jack? Cause you. I, you're looking at Jack. Because right. I just assume that you probably, you're more well-versed in what I'm about to ask you about than anyone else in this room. Can you shed some light on what is what the fuck is going on with Carlos Correa? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what's going on. I'm seeing it on Twitter. Something with his medical. So yeah. was I correct in assuming you're pretty much yeah, caught up? I am, All right. I am as well-versed as I get. Yeah. So Carlos Carrera was... Uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go a little longer with it. Uh, he was the star of the Astros. Came up in their organization. He leaves the Astros. He signs a massive contract with the Twins, but it had an opt out after one year. Okay. So it was a pretty big contract, but I think we all knew he could have got more. He had a little bit of a down year his last year in, in Astros. So he signs a one year contract with the Twins, a ten year contract with a, with a one year opt out. He has a great year. He opts out. Of course, why not? Giants go all in on Judge strikeout. He resigns with the Yankees. So they offer Carrera the fourth largest deal in baseball history. He signs, obviously. I mean, it doesn't really get better than that for a 27-year-old shortstop. So he signs. They It was all pending physical. It's always all pending physical. Yeah. So something comes up in the physical in his right leg. 
In 2016, he slid into second base in the minor leagues and broke his fibula. They're saying that the fibula never healed straight. It's slightly off kilter a little bit. Okay. So they the Giants are saying that they don't really like what they saw. They're doing more tests. Giants Giants organization, Scott Boris is uh, like the mega agent for baseball, really for all sports, but the, for, for baseball. And he was trying to contact the Giants. The Giants kind of went radio silent on him while they were trying to figure out what the fuck they're going to do. And they just guaranteed this guy $330 million. So Steve Cohen calls in the middle of the night and goes, actually Scott Boris calls Cohen and says, Hey, and I swear this is true. He says a horrible joke. He's like, you got, what are you doing? And Cohen says, I'm having a, uh, um, a martini. And he goes, you got three olives, meaning 300 million. You got three olives for a third baseman because obviously Francisco Lindor is a shortstop. They already have a shortstop. They would move him to third base. He would only move to third base to play with his childhood best friend, Francisco Lindor. So he says, they're not answering me, the Giants. We're willing to sign the deal with you right now. They literally come up with this deal right now, $315 million, And makes Cohen a doesn't less. know about the tibia thing. The no. Okay. Sign him. Gotcha. Reports break. Mets are unbelievable. World Series favorites. Blah, 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 blah. The Mets do the medical. Giants say nothing. Giants are like, well, they didn't like try to. <laughs> Whoops. They didn't try to get him for tampering. Right. They didn't try to. They, they like, just we'll kind of let it go. Wash and our hands of it. And everyone was like, Keep that's weird. Yeah. They do the medical. The same right leg. Same. Same thing pops up. Thing pops up. Yeah. Okay, great. So now, a couple things happen. Giants are off the hook. They look great because the Mets found the same issue. The Giants didn't look like they were scared. Right. They just literally found something they of were. importance. Yeah. So here's how it goes now. The best union in the world is the MLB union. You cannot, the players union for the MLB is as, what they say is as rock solid as we have of a union in this country. Okay. All the contracts for MLB are guaranteed. The Mets are trying to restructure his deal to have it not guaranteed. Gotcha. Not only is Boris, the agent, saying no. Carrera's like, eh, I mean, no. Right? Right. The players' union is saying absolutely not. Everybody who gets signs a contract with the MLB is guaranteed their money. You're not gonna, you know, have a stipulation that says if you hurt your right leg, like the Mets want. If you hurt your right leg, that has to do with your fibia. If you rebreak your fibia, we're allowed out of the contract. Right. So there's a huge holdup there. Now, the other side to it, and the, the final side is, if Carrera says I don't want to be a Met, I don't like this deal. The amount of money that he's set to lose by not signing a if end and but clause with the Mets could be upwards of $150 million. Wow. Because no team is no, going no, to reach no, out and sign him well, for 13 years, right. $300 million, knowing two professional teams with no connection to each other have checked him yeah. and said that this is a problem. And the last thing I'll say, the Twins didn't catch it. When the Twins went to go sign him last year to that 10-year deal, I know he had an opt-out after year one. But, I mean, he could easily had a bad year last year and then said, I'm in for nine. You know what I mean? Right. He had that option. Obviously, he had a good year. He got out. But the Twins never – there was never a mention in the Twins. So, it's confusing. It's a little weird. All the big spenders already spent, too. Right? Yeah. Like, where's he going to go? Um – for that type of money? Cubs just spent big money. Well, right? they just got a shortstop. Yeah, yeah like shortstop. All, all the people who would have been suitors for him spent the money already. So, mm-hmm. and obviously the Giants don't want him. <laughs> like, 
Well, it's weird because Giants the don't Giants... want him. Twins were happy to watch him leave. So, like, it seems like if he wants to play baseball, he's got to get a deal done with the Mets. It's weird because the Giants, people were kind of targeting them and saying, like, oh, they don't want to win because they missed out on Judge. And then when they missed out on Judge and they missed out on a couple of these high-profile free agents, they were like, all right, whatever. Like, we're going to throw – we're going to say that we went all in on Carrera. Then Carrera says yes, and they're like, now we got the fourth largest contract ever in baseball history. Like, are we prepared for that? So I think people were thinking that they were they were kind of backing out of the deal, mm-hmm. like and like trying to find an excuse, but it wasn't like that. It's just a medical. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I think the deal gets done with the Mets because I don't think there's a way around it at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got an update like a couple hours ago. It said it's fifty five, forty five says. He signed percentage wise. Says he signs with the Mets. Says that on they get it and, on an if and then and but deal. Yeah, whatever, so. that they get something done. But you know, if, I mean, why not though? If you're gonna lose 110 million, well, I, it's a huge commitment then. So it's like but you he know, broke it 10 years ago. Here, he several 2016. This is oh, the. It was 10 years ago. No, the contract that he signed with the Twins was a ten-year contract oh, yeah, with, 10 year one, yeah. with an opt-out. He broke it in, but still, even that is six years ago. I now, yeah, I mean, see, I can talk about this forever, so I won't. But the the other very crazy key in all of this was he's a shortstop for twenty-nine teams. He's a third baseman for the Mets, and mobility drastically decreases at third. I'm not saying it's a fucking easier position. I'm not. I, I wouldn't say that at all. You'd never catch me playing third, but it is a position of more power than it is agility. And so moving him off that long-term, you know, you're 27 now, 28 now. Okay, great. In 10, 12 years, you're almost 40. Playing shortstop in the MLB is not really uh, a viable option for a 40-year-old. So having him play third, he might um, break down less quickly. It's like moving a corner to safety and getting three more years out of him. Right. But – that all depends. So if his leg starts breaking down and becoming an issue at 35 and the Mets won two championships, I don't think it'll be gives a shit. Honestly, no, probably not. you know what I mean? But well, what I think everybody's afraid of is two, three years down the line. And this is the other thing that the Mets said. They are World Series favorites with him. Bar none. It's not even close, right? You sign this guy and he gets hurt year one because of this injury that you saw but neglected. And now you're not World Series favorites, but you lost the money because the money's guaranteed. That's a huge L for a team. And it's the same Mets, dude. Yeah. It's Jason Bay all over again. I'd be willing, <laughs> if I was the Mets, and this is just my personal take, I'd be willing to let him walk and either test other markets. He they, It says in the report several teams have contacted him in, amid the, the contract dispute. Yeah, but go hear him out. Go hear him out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care about this. Come back to us. Let us yeah. know what they say. I would let him walk, and if you're willing to – if you really want a final piece, you have the you have a top prospect who's a third baseman who you were just blocking anyway by moving Carrera to third, you can trade him and go get – Brett Beatty? Yeah. If you're re- you know what I mean? Instead of b- blocking Brett Beatty, go trade him. And go get a superstar for him and package him in with a bunch of prospects and go get a superstar regardless. So I don't think it's the end-all, be-all for Mr. Stevie, but it is something that we haven't seen before. It's kind of fucked up. And I wonder if it no, – because I because you look at those malpractice suits, right? And how doctors are protected and yada, 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 yada. Well, I guess the stat, it, it, is, is the statute of limitations passed? Like, how does that work? 
for suing a doctor for malpractice I now. I have no idea how that works. You know what I mean? For what, though? Like, he had surgery to repair it. It wasn't like, put him in a cast and, like, let, let, let's let yeah, him heal. That's not the doctor's fault. It doesn't sound like it was reported. Um, and whose fault um, is it? Who probably is? someone who has to report it. I'm sure he has medical records. I'm, I'm not a... Uh, you know what I mean? That seems more like an MLB administrative position that probably... I'm not a doctor at all, but I do know that like when bones break, they don't always heal perfectly straight and shit like that. What like, do you do? You break the guy's my, fucking like my, and heal it? Like my fucking it? wrist, which I only fractured, has like a it bent it um yeah, grew no, back like with a divot in it. You know, I broke my finger. Yeah, yeah, that's, that shit's a yeah. But you know, it's like uh, it's even like Von Miller. What I'm what, what wondering is like I'd love to see the X-ray. You know, like, what are we looking? Is this something right. super egregious, severe? or is it like, or is this something that they were like, huh? We're like a qualified that could be a problem. Like, I think road. it's that could be yeah. a problem. You're dealing with, and this is gonna sound fucked up because if you're investments, like, dude, no, I know, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. But like, if you want the player and you see something that's like, oh, that could be a problem. I think road. it's a, it could be a problem. Then what, you know, but what, I, what are we fucking doing? Because it's part of the game, dude. We don't know what these physicals look like. That's what I'm saying. I would love to see what the X-ray actually right. looked no, like. No, not even the X-ray. I want to see how in, how intense the physical is right. when you're evaluating a player for 13 years, 300 million. I want. I mean, are they making him like? Sounds crazy, but like, are they making him like take swings in an X-ray machine? <laughs> like, so they I don't never see, know. You have so no they idea. can see how much pressure is being put on his foot. Like, how how intense is it? You know. But we'll never the know. We'll, yeah, we'll never know. And that's not no one in this room know. will probably ever know. No. I mean, definitely not. Uh, we had something crazy enough to happen for us to know. But yeah, that's the Carlos Carrera situation. So I don't know. We'll so see. we'll keep you updated on that. Yeah, it should be. I, I bet you it's cleared up by the end of uh, by Thursday. Yeah. Pro- uh, no, by the by, end of the year. So oh, Saturday. Okay. So so by Tuesday. Yeah, I think so. Because because then you're running out of time. Other guys are gonna go sign people. You gotta figure out what the deal is. You know what I mean? You can't just sit on it. But yeah, that's it. Brian. Anthony, it's to my understanding that you two both have something you might want to say about the G-Men. Oh. Oh. Um, yeah, we should have won that game. That was tough. That was tough. Um, don't expect Greg Joseph to hit a 61-yard field goal. But No, you do. I did. You do. I kind of did. I just don't. I don't you know. do. Jake Elliott, rookie year, 63, I dude. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. If it's 60 and it's for the win against the Giants, it's <laughs> good as gold. <laughs> That's a good point. I guess I should have took that. Oh, into, the, the, I didn't even know. think of that. I was just like, it's inside. No, it's you every know? time the, the Giants. The is what pushed me. I was like, every I time a kicker so. lines up against the Giants in game time. Listen, I'm not especially gonna... tie game because the guy's just like, all right, I'm going to smash this fucking thing. Doesn't matter. Because if we miss, what the fuck? We're going overtime. Like, you know? My problem. I mean, that's is, just my guess at the psyche. My problem is no Adoree Jackson, no McKinley, Xavier McKinley, McKinney, McKinney, Isaiah McKinney, McKinney. Yeah, is it Isaiah or Xavier? Xavier. Xavier. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Xavier. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's Xavier. Yeah, it's Xavier. They both didn't play. Mm-hmm. That hurts against a guy like Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Who fucking two third down conversions of third and ten plus on the last drive. So it goes. They go to him, yeah. and it's like. You know, I know I'm not a defensive coordinator, so like I don't claim to be one, but like Double can we fucking stop that? Just stop him. Double him. Make make Zealand beat you. Make dude. it hard. Yeah. Like make it hard. Like KJ Osborne do. So yeah, something. I mean if you want to say KJ Osborne did, stop did it not did plenty of work. Yeah, the did. one that pissed me off was the screen to end the game. 
that he yeah. took a screen on third and thirteen and just ran yeah and got gone. fifteen yards and they got put themselves in the, you know field goal range and it's like what the fuck Daniel Jones is that guy. This is what I was getting to yeah. when I said I had some. Oh, yeah. This is what oh. I was trying to get out of you I was telling you, like I said guys. last week, watching even the Commanders game last week, I was like, this feels like, this feels like something. I would you say know, Richie like, James can't catch a cold, but COVID's out there, so he right. probably could. That kid can't catch anything. anything. Absolutely not. Anything. No. I don't even want to give him credit and say he catch a cold. I not. couldn't catch a cab. He, you know who can catch? Yo, talking about. Let's Isaiah talk about Isaiah I was going to say number 18 Hodgins. originally, but Isaiah fucking Hodgins, dude. Holy Jesus. Where we were calling him number 18 for like two weeks. Yeah, he might be all right. Well, because he first called a touchdown. I'm like, I don't even know who this guy is. Let's go number 18. He might be right. And My brain is 18. so warped when it comes to Giants receivers. It's Darius Slayton and number 18. That I don't even know. That's it. I don't even know if Isaiah is good or he's just better than the rest. That's how I feel about Slayton, because Slayton, I'm like, wow, he really dropped that shit, and then three plays later, I'm like, he fucking caught that? Like, it's no, that's no, unacceptable. It doesn't make any sense That's to me unacceptable for a team possibly going to the playoffs. No, I, I agree, but it's just, don't you feel the same way? Like, he'll bust a slant route, throws right off his hands, it'll drop. No. Then he'll be busting down the sideline. Yeah. And Richie then he James, catches a huge 30-yard pass, and you're Richie like, James? what is going on? I can't, my body, my body can't get past Richie and like this I'm man is running Jesus. wide it's open, fucking 18, wide Hodgins. open flats, <laughs> and he's just like yeah, no. That, the play that we set. were texting about towards the end when they were trying to push down in the fourth quarter, that wide open slant where a guy was five yards away from him. I mean, you gotta. It's a four yard play. You just you literally you gotta you, catch the fucking the ball, ball was dude. caught at the first down. You didn't even have to advance. You could have. I don't want to. I'm happen. not. I don't want to get crazy and be like Daniel Jones. He's the best. Blah blah blah. But it it just it seems like a simple three step process, right? Get open, catch the ball, then get upfield. Yeah. I mean, cut and dry as simple and what was as that the, who one Who had the fumble last week? Who had the what, what wide receiver had the fumble? I don't know, but I would bet my money on Richie James because the man loves to fumble the football. Fuck, I can't remember. But, like, you know, costly errors. I don't <laughs> – the whole season, the whole season I've been like, don't care. Like, don't care. This is a win. Like, this, we're watching the Giants win games, and that's cool enough. And I don't care what happens. And if they don't make the playoffs, I don't care. If they don't make the playoffs, that kick is going to hurt me a little bit. Yeah. That kick is going to make – I'm going to look back on that and be like, that kind of sucked. I won't be, okay, like, but unbelievably sad, but I'm like, damn, that kind of sucked. The Colts looked awful last night. Giants play the Colts this weekend, yeah, winning their in. So. Winning their in if they beat the Colts. I mean, come yeah, on. I mean, Nick Foles. Will they play the Colts tight? Absolutely. That's a guarantee. It's a guarantee. The, the Colts are not going to – I don't think there's many teams that are going to go in and blow the Giants out. I don't. I, I, I don't. I, I, will it, Will the Buccaneers beat them in, a, in the first round of the playoffs in a tight game? Probably. Probably be a miracle drive by by uh, Brady. They'll probably lose 17-16. They'll probably be up 16-10 with two minutes left, and Brady drives for a touchdown, and they lose 17-16. That's where that lies, I think. But would I be surprised if they upset – See, here's the thing. If you upset the Bucs and then you go and play the, the uh, Colts. No, no, in the playoffs. I'm saying you upset uh, the Bucs in the playoffs and then you go play the Vikings again. You you don't think you could beat the Vikings? Or you Dory go Jackson? and get the Eagles? The Eagles I'm a little afraid of. Yeah, yeah. I won't lie. Yeah, Eagles, we saw I'm a afraid that one. But a lot of these teams in the, in the East, in the NFC, I'm not really afraid of. Cowboys? Probably not. Not afraid, not afraid of the Cowboys. I'm... I'm just afraid of their ability to score. I'm afraid of the Eagles, and I'm afraid of the 49ers right now. Yeah. yeah. Everybody yeah. else. Niners for sure. 
Everybody else, Jekyll and Hyde. Niners are out there being silly with it, dude. Now the Niners AFC. Niners are out there being silly with the it. The AFC, and this is wide open. I mean, this is this is a perfect segue into the Jets. Before I'm we, I'm before I get into that. Well, go ahead, go ahead. You've been awfully quiet over there. All this talk, and the cuck known as Kenny Galladay is on a fucking milk jug. Dick bag. He's missing. He's been missing. Where in the world is Kenny Galladay? He yeah. sucks. Yeah. He's been yeah. missing, dude. No, it sucks. He's not missing, Get dude. He's not missing. You know the long aluminum thing on the sideline, deep past where yeah. all the players stand? Where the fans Where the helmets things are and, and the chicken broth is on a cold day, dude? That's where he. That's where you'll find... chicken broth out there? What? Yeah, they'll have broth out there. Yeah. I don't know. It might be bone broth. They have broth out there on really cold days, especially yeah. for warm weather teams like water and broth. Like, wow. To stay warm. Here's what I'm going to say. One thing about Kenny Galladay. At least he's not being a distraction. Yeah, he's just like yeah. I haven't heard a peep. If nothing else, yeah, just sit on the fucking bench and collect a check. Yeah, and don't say nothing. That's it. Yeah. Don't say nothing. Yeah, I mean, there's not many jobs you can have that'll net you seventy two million. Well, he years. well he knows like what's being mouthy gonna get you. It's not. It, uh, no, it's gonna make him no worse. no production, bro. He's and not no production. The ball and being a diva. Yeah, not getting you not anywhere catching in the, the ball. NFL. I know. No, I'm telling you, if I'm them. I mean, obviously, what do you call it? Is kind of it's it's kind of pointless to sign OBJ now, but if I'm them, you gotta hit on a couple receivers in the draft or in free agency without overspending. You gotta do something to bring in more talent around Daniel Jones. Me Otherwise, call. yeah, me call Hardman. I'd, sp- I'd spend on me call Hardman. Otherwise, it's all not worth it. This is all. Yeah, you gotta pay. I, I mean, listen, you gotta pay Barkley. Me call Hardman. Got to pay Barkley. Got to pay Danny Jones. Got to pay Dexter Lawrence. That's forty percent of your available cash space. Yeah. So. So you've got to be smart with the rest of it, and I'm 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 willing to believe that they will be. But do you have anything else on the Giants? Nothing of value. Nothing of value. Tremendous. So when you look at the AFC, and you look at the teams in the AFC, every one of them scares me. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. The AFC Essentially. Is no joke. Yeah. I mean. Bengals, oh my God! Bills, oh my God! Chiefs, Jesus! Like Chargers, even now, even the Chargers kind of coming together. Ravens don't necessarily scare me. Chargers don't necessarily frighten me. Mm, I wouldn't be afraid of the Ravens. So that's two. But yeah, a lot of the teams in the AFC are red hot. I wouldn't want to catch the Dolphins if Tua gets right, but he should yeah. probably be shut down for the year. We're not even touching out the ten fold stick today. I'm just out of curiosity. You really think Tua is so much better than Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah, I do. Okay, I do. I think the system in place makes him look better than Teddy Bridgewater. That's my opinion on it. Um, that's a pretty good take, though. Yeah, I think I would look good throwing a Tyreek Hill. <laughs> yeah, but can you throw the ball fucking fifty yards? Me? No, definitely not. But. I could give him a screen. Either can Tua, dude. Tua's all over. He's leading the league in deep balls, dude. Okay, I bet you he's leading the league in deep ball attempts. He probably is. Who knows? He might be leading in deep deep ball everything, dude. I'm still holding all of my Tua suck stock. Don't get me wrong. I'm holding all of my the Alabama quarterback suck stock. So far, I think I could cash in on Mac. Time will tell on Tua, and time will certainly tell on Jalen Hurts. But we'll get to that later on. Um, He might win an MVP. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That's fine. Bad Patrick Mahomes. That's fine. We will. Um, Patrick Mahomes moved to minus five fifty after Jalen Hurts didn't play and Gardner Minshew did what he did, even though they didn't win the game. Like he right immediately Monday morning, Pat Mahomes went from plus one fifty yeah. to minus five fifty. So that's it. 
on Jalen. Because part of MVP is playing. The start of this season on this show, we posed the question, right now, who would you rather have on your team, Daniel Jones or Zach Wilson? Speak now or forever hold your peace, but I'm pretty sure you're the only one who said Daniel Jones, Alice, you know? Pretty sure the rest of us all said Zach Wilson. Today I'm here to tell you it is 100% Daniel Jones. 100% Daniel Jones. Fair enough. Zach Wilson's probably going to be done. This is why I was glad that Mike White, not glad that Mike White got hurt, but glad that the situation arose where the Jets had to put Zach back out there. Because now we know. Now we have our answer, I think, in my opinion. Jay Glazer reported it earlier this week. The Jets are expected to move on from him. Obviously, Salah isn't going to say those things, but I texted you guys last week, over the weekend. It had to be Friday. Yeah, Friday. I don't believe that he believes anything he's saying anymore. I don't believe that he's believed himself since they benched him. Did you see him trying to fight the smile when he announced that Mike White was coming back? No, I don't. Oh, uh, the it. picture was all over Twitter of him. Really? Like he, he's very clearly trying to fight a huge smile on his face when he announced Mike White would be back today. So I think uh, it's unfortunate. I kind of almost feel bad for Zach as a person, but like some people just aren't built for New York. Maybe, maybe he didn't ask to be the number two overall pick. But you go back and look at it. Many teams, and I brought this up with the Eagles. Many teams had him ranked as the number two quarterback. Yeah. So it's not like this is a colossal Jets swing that was a huge failure in terms of no one else would have made the pick at the time. But it's a failure. And now we're going to move on. Justin Fields would have been a fucking absolute home run. We think, think, but we still haven't really seen him throw a lot lately. He's wowing us with these ridiculous runs. But, like, as a passer, what have you seen out of him that makes you think he's an absolute slam dunk? No, but if he had the skills, if he had the skill position player, right, we'll never know. And I said this from from fucking the time these kids were in high school, it was Lawrence and Fields all the way up through college, all the way up through Heisman voting, and then we get to the NFL draft, and all of a sudden here's Zach Wilson from BYU. Just so, yeah. But I don't like, feel bad for Zach at all. I just want to make that very clear. I feel bad for Zach in terms of how he's just been getting chewed up over yeah, the course of the kind season. Of shitty. Yeah, welcome to life, dude. Welcome to smiling when you're getting absolutely obliterated on the field. I think... He's smiling the whole time, dude. I think he's a prime candidate for like a Geno Smith situation. I agree. Yeah, he's going to go gonna be, be a backup for three or four years. Maybe. And then one day it's going to be, here comes the Tennessee Titans offense led by Zach Wilson. For the next like three years. Maybe. And then he's going to come out and throw rifles. Maybe. But he bought into the whole, like, that's why I can't feel bad for him. He bought into the whole gimmick of Milf Hunter, of uh, overly confident Zach Wilson coming into the year, of I'm about to be the guy. Of this Jets team has super potential. And, and, I don't 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 pull the. Uh, and he then, didn't ask to be the number two pick. No, nope. everybody asked in that draft to be the number two pick. How many picks are there? Two hundred fifty six. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, two hundred and fifty six people prayed. Nope, two hundred fifty five people prayed that they would go number two overall. Trevor Lawrence didn't. Trevor Lawrence was like I, I love one. <laughs> so fuck that. You you make you 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 know you you went. This is what I'm saying. Okay, let's do it this way. Who had a better situation than Zach coming out of coming out of the draft? He had a young rebuilding Jet team with a with a fiery young coach who was ready to fucking win, and they the rebuild was way faster than anybody had thought. Well, I would argue the second year was super accelerated for Trevor Lawrence as well. 
with Doug Peterson coming in. You see, they no, have, no, but I'm saying who had a but coming out who had a Urban Meyer. Trevor had Urban no Meyer chance was an absolute out. absolute shit show disaster. Justin had no fucking talent but around that, and no coaching. The best situation for Zach was the Jets. He got his best case scenario. Well, am I wrong? No, I think the best case scenario would have been for him to fucking either one go back to school. But if we're throwing that out, Throw that he out. came out early when he wasn't probably. He's wasn't wearing early. a suit. We're at the draft. What's the best case scenario for Zach Wilson? Anywhere where he could go and fucking not have to start right away. If he a Jordan Love situation. Yeah. Okay. Or okay. or at the very least, not have the Jets fucking jump the gun the way that they did. Yeah. Because everyone else out, outgrew him. I still believe if this Jets team was not competing, they had four wins right now, we did, we would have been the end of Mike. We would have never seen Mike White yeah, again yeah, yeah. after the rib injury. Yeah. I just, I just, I just, it's a. I don't know if we ever see Mike White at all. It's a hard argument for you to say that because the best scenario for him was the Jets. You can't say that the best scenario for him was to back up because he would never agree to that. He would never, not agree to that, but he he would never agree with your statement. He would always say, yeah, I want to start right away. Like, I'm ready to contribute immediately. That's what makes quarterbacks quarterbacks. No, I get it. That's what I'm saying. So we all know, and we can all agree, in, within, within a, uh, um, Leeway, you know, so there's some there's some play there, but for the most part, the Jets gave him every opportunity. It was put there. Now, when 100%. he sat out those three weeks, right? Was it three weeks when they benched yeah. him for Mike White? Mm-hmm. And you were like, "Oh, they're getting him right," and I believed you wholeheartedly, and I and I believed everything you said. Like, very much believes what you said when you said that he can't be a backup. He's got to be inactive. They got to break him down, and build him back up. I agreed with that. I was like, "Oh shit, he's definitely right, 100 percent right." In those three weeks. They must have seen little to no progress to the point where they were like, he just doesn't have it. He's got to shut it down. And confidence in pro sports or in sports in in general is like so much more than talent most of the time. So if if he just doesn't have it. Which which is a candidate for the reason of keeping him. Not that I'm saying I want to keep him, but a candidate for the reason to keeping him is if you believe that his confidence was just destroyed. Because ultimately – Look, it wasn't great. He was still having the Zach throws where he misses guys wide open. But he was playing competent fucking ball before the demise that Bill Belichick brought upon him. He was playing – would you – I mean, he was the quarterback that beat the fucking Bills, dude. And you're the one on this show that said don't take that one away from them. No, you can't. Am I wrong about that? It was – Zach Wilson beat the Bills, right? Not Mike White. Mike White beat the Bears, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. He was a competent quarterback. Everyone says if we have average quarterback play all year, this is a no undoubted surefire playoff team. Right. Well, he was that in his first seven games that he played. Well, first five, five out of the first six that he played. It was the two against Belichick. The second one absolutely derailed him. And that was the fucking end of it. And then after getting benched and inactivated and being fucking all over uh, Twitter, Instagram, wherever, everyone just fucking piling on how terrible Zach Wilson is. Then he comes back and does what he does in the last two games. And now he's got no confidence. Dude, it's not. So if you believe that it's a matter of building his confidence back up. And the other thing I'll say that's on the Jets end, Coach um, Knapp, I believe Greg Knapp, the quarterback coach, passed away in August. We mm-hmm. brought this up. They never brought in a real viable replacement. I'm cool. I agree with all that. Like, I agree with all that. I'm, if, but, if we're going to keep him because we can't get any anybody to give value for him and you're not going to cut him because you're going to eat $20 million in dead money, I'm not saying you don't bring in another option. But why not call five guys Frank? 
because yeah. before he was a head coach, he was like one of the quarterback whispers of the NFL. Yeah. So why not call Frank Reich yeah, and see what will. Frank's doing no. and bring him in to be Zach's coach? And then maybe you go Jimmy G, Derek I'm Carr, just saying. One of these. I'm still in the camp. I fucking swing for Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson. And if that doesn't work out, we figure it out from there. That would be my first plan if I'm Joe Douglas. And obviously, it's a pipe dream, but... I don't think he can be on the roster next year if you're not planning on... If you're not giving up on him... Like, so he can be on the roster. He can't be on the roster. He can't. He can't. Because it's just going to create too much controversy. You all know, everybody in this room has played sports. Whether it's... Well, I'm pretty sure everybody... All of us have played into some competitive level of not more than T-ball. And... Body language and the way you handle yourself goes so much further than just skill set alone. And what I mean by that is I'm watching the game getting frustrated as a Giant fan. I'm getting frustrated at the Jet game. Watching Zach Wilson like this, smirking, walking off to the sideline after a three and out. A three and out losing 10 yards. three Like smirking, going to the sideline, and nobody's going up to him going... It's all right, bud. Smacking him on the ass. We'll get him. Or this. He's just standing there and staring like this. And to me, that's not a leader. Like, that's not a guy who's really ready to lead a fucking professional football team. He's not walking by the offensive line like, let's go. Like, we're going to pick it up. He's not. There's none of it. It's death. 100%. But just just playing devil's advocate. Not to try to play it. Here's the little devil's advocate thing, which is, I don't know if I've ever brought this up on the show. Um... Mike LaFleur calls plays from the booth. No, yeah, okay. So he's not he's not going around. So he comes off the fucking field after another terrible three and out, picks up the phone, talks to Michael Floor down there. But there's no like head offensive assistant. There's no quarterback coach down there. I don't even know who their quarterback coach is, but there's you never see him on the bench next to a coach talking no. him out. No. He's standing on the sideline. You never also. see a fucking coach and like I think for a stru- uh, young rookie quarterback. You know, rookie year last year, second year now this year, for a young developing quarterback, especially com- someone coming from a non-power five like BYU and the Sun Belt. Excuse me. You like I just he needs a coach there on the sideline coaching him up in between. Like he can't just be sitting there, picks up the phone, has a forty-five second conversation with LaFleur, and then he's just sitting there fucking alone, like with an iPad going through it. Like you gotta be coaching him up on the sideline. And from all of the shots that you see on the sideline. I've never once seen a coach near him. You know what it sounds like? You know what you just described? It sounds like you, you're treating him like a child. Yes, no, dude. Absolutely fucking not. You go watch any sideline footage of the Dolphins. McDaniel's over there talking to fucking Tua. He's yeah. the head coach. And he's over there talking to Tua before he fucking goes over there and watches the next snap. Okay, but... I'm not yeah, saying I'm... you baby him, dude. Okay, but... Coaches coach guys up. Fucking Patrick Mahomes... Gets coached up on the sideline in between drives. What I said, I'm talking in reference to Zach, not in reference to the coaching staff. Oh, he's just going through the fucking iPad on his own. Yeah, he's doing his thing. Let's go defense. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Here's my thing. That's what I. Here's my thing though. Here's my thing though. Mike White's also young. Mike White's Mm -hmm. also not in the league that long. Mike White didn't come from a Power Five, right? Well, UCF then transferred to Western Kentucky. Okay, but. He's not. Mike White's 27 years old. I'm just Mike saying. Mike White's got five years in the league. I'm just saying. So you say he's not young. He's not old, but like average NFL career is three and a half. So yeah, like no, one, no, once no, you get no, to four fine. years, you're a vet. I'm just saying for the same people that aren't coaching up Zach on the sidelines and not coaching up Mike White. 
it's the same fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like, so it's weird like that. Like, I don't know. It's just, there's just always so much more to talk about in the Jets than the Giants because it's Always, dude. Like, it's what makes the Jets the Jets. I've had enough to talk about Zach Wilson. <laughs> Mike White's coming back. Um, real quick, I'm just going to – watching some of these games made me absolutely fucking disgusted over the course of the weekend. The Bucks watching the, the watching the Carolina probably. Panthers rush for nearly 400 Tough. yards on the ground against the Detroit Lions defense that the Jets could only muster four – count them, one, two, three, four – Rushing yards in the first half against the same Detroit Lions defense. They got four the whole okay. game against the Jaguars. Bro, absolutely before, piss before, before st- Jaguars' 27th ranked pass defense yeah, looked absolutely bad. horrendous against them. The Lions, my point with the Lions game is, is it? Is, did Zach not rush the fucking ball? Like, everyone makes everything Zach's fucking fault, but it's not Zach who couldn't run the fucking ball. Right. The offensive line has been in shambles. The defense... Did not play great against Jacksonville other than the first drive. Like, all right, I'm they gonna, only I'm gave up so many segment. points. I'm going to end this segment by saying this. There are NFL sources, people that were in the NFL, people that are currently in the NFL, that have came out and said the reason why the Jets can't run the ball when Zach Wilson is quarterback is because nobody's afraid of him to throw the ball. They all press the line. They go one-on-one, man coverage, and they say, beat us, and he can't. And that's why there's eight in the box. Let's see what happens when Mike White's there and they have to fear a thrower a little bit and say, oh, wow, if we give him one-on-one, Garrett Wilson's going to cook us. Let's see what happens. We'll, we'll, this, will, this will be the tell-all game right here. If they can run this week, then there's no, then, then that's it. It's, it's over. I mean, Especially what are we doing? Seattle. You literally know there's, there's nothing to be afraid of with Zach Wilson when he's playing this, with this little confidence, right? I did see Zach the fucking box. I did see film breakdown on the Lions and that they weren't daring Zach to daring him to make him to make the throw. The Lions do that to a lot of people though. No, but yeah, f- fair. But fair when point. you dare him, you gotta hit on a few, dude. If they're daring the whole game, like this is all that I'm going to say because I'm gonna lay it out because obviously you thought it was a little bit more of a pipe dream than it was. If the Jets go win out the next two games, the Patriots lose one of the next two. The Jets are in. If the Patriots lose at 1 o'clock on Sunday, Jets play in Seattle at 4.05. Patriots lose that game against Miami, so it's going to be tough. If the Patriots lose that game, the Jets beat Seattle. It's a win and we're in game, I believe, for both teams in Week 18, Miami Jeez. and the Jets. So that's the path. 9-8 and eight gets you there. Haven't been to the playoffs in 12 seasons. Longest active playoff drought in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Would be kind of cool to break that, I guess. But, like... <laughs> You get a seven seed, you're either going to fucking Orchard Park in Buffalo or Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City <laughs> to get the work done but by Dr. Here. Pat or Dr. Josh. But you're in the That's so, a tune-up game, dude. Yeah, dude, it's That's what we call a tune-up, tune-up game. game. Tune-up so, game honestly. For what? You know, for what? That's all I have to say about the Jets. We'll see what happens. We got a lot of questions and not a lot of answers, as like always. That. I don't like that attitude, dude. <laughs> Oh this is David Robinson. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you one question. I'm gonna ask, ask you one question. question. Here's your question. Ready? Jet, Jet, sneak in. Jet, sneak in. They That's go to Arrowhead. David Robinson. Arrowhead. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Tim Robinson. Hold on. I'm, I'm I don't like that. Tim, Tim Robinson's in High on Life, dude. Have you got there yet? Oh my god. Oh, uh, dude, what? Tim, Rob, uh, Tim, Tim, yeah, yeah. Tim Robinson's in High on Life. Sorry, I said David. But yeah, Tim he's a gun. Robinson. He's one of the guns. All right, resume. Anyway. Oh god, that was funny. Here's my question. Ready? And don't don't be all fucking. I'm a Jet fan. Blah blah blah. Right? Jets sneak in. They go to Arrowhead. Right? What's the spread? 
What's the spread at minus twelve? Nine and a half. Fourteen and a half. Okay, good. I said minus twelve. <laughs> I think it's minus twelve. I think it's definitely a two tutty. Mike White breaks a rib again, God forbid, and there might be a minus twenty-one 16. point. <laughs> it might be. A Come tw- on now. It might be twenty-one points. All right, Flacco. They might actually you still remember how to do this head. thing. In Arrowhead, in Arrowhead, they might give the Jets legitimately. They might give them fourteen points to start the game. It's like <laughs> right, the only way it's gonna be fair, dude. If Mike White breaks a rib in the Miami game, they get in and then they have to go play Mahomes and Zach comes out there and plays well. I then that, that is the day that I will sign. I will stop gambling because sports are rigged, dude. Yeah, right. That is, <laughs> he drops four hundred. Yeah. Everyone's calling. Yeah, four hundred five touchdowns. All right, whatever. Are, we, are we breaking or are we going straight to... No, we're breaking. We're okay, breaking. Let's take a break. Take a break. Take a break. What up, guys? We're going to get you back to the show as soon as possible. I promise you that. But before we can do that, we have to make sure that all of our listeners are looking good and feeling better this fall with Saatchi D. De Niro. October 14th, Saatchi is releasing their fall 2022 collection. You want a hoodie that's nice and comfortable. You can wear it out when you're running errands. You can wear it out to the bar. You can wear it maybe when you're going to pick up a date. Whatever you want to do this fall, Saatchi's got you covered. These hoodies, they're pre-shrunk, and it's an oversized fit. So basically what that means is you're going to want to grab one size down from what you would normally wear, and you're going to be perfect. You normally a large, grab a medium. Normally a medium, you want to grab a small. It's very simple, very lightweight, very comfortable. We got a promo code for you. The promo code HAVOC, H-A-V-O-C, going to get you 10% off of your total purchase at checkout. SachiDDenero.com is where you want to go for that. SachiDDenero, always authentic, never counterfeit. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. It is time to play Guess the Lines. Yeah! Woo! You Let their... excited? What the fuck? I'm unbelievably excited. <laughs> you I can't even contain You cannot it. understand how excited I am, dude. I don't hear take I'm excited the... to whoop your ass and guess oh, the lines. Oh, shit. Ready? <clears throat> Thursday, December 29, Dallas Cowboys will head to the Tennessee Titans. Jack, what is your spread? I got the boys in Dallas. Nine and a half. Nine and a half? Yeah, buddy. Eesh. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah, so Derrick Henry wasn't at practice uh, today. And it's not a game that affects their playoff odds whatsoever. It's all going to come down to next week for them. So Derrick Henry, look for him to possibly not go. I mean, Malik Willis, like, good for him that he made it to the league. But by God, is it not great? I got Dallas minus 8.5. I have Dallas minus 6.5. I have Dallas minus 5.5. It's actually Dallas minus 10.5. It's Jack, right? It's an unbelievable poor start for me. All right, Sunday, January 1st. That would be um, New Year's Day. That's pretty cool. Um, first day of 2023. It's a great day to get your bets in and uh, start the year off right, right? Here we go. Arizona at Atlanta. I got Atlanta minus one. I fucked up. I got Zona minus two. I have Arizona minus two also. I have Atlanta minus two and a half. It is Atlanta minus three and a half. All right. I'll take it, though. I mm-hmm. forgot about Trace. I'm sorry. Trace McSwirly, baby. We have the Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions, who I guess are a good football team all of a sudden. Um, Again, this game doesn't matter for Detroit, really, right? Because it comes out of next week. I mean, I know they need to win, but they play, yeah, they play Green so. Bay next week. So, mm-hmm. um, Give me Detroit minus three. 
I have a minus three also. I feel like I may have fucked up, you know, divisional game, but I got Detroit Lane six and a half. I got Motor City at three and a half. Hawk, you're right. It's Detroit minus six. Let's go. Not a good star for me. Anyway. Yeah, I'm doing terrible. Last week was much better for me. Denver at uh, the Chiefs. Denver's got a new head coach. Oh, yeah. And a new special teams coach. And a new offensive assistant. Yeah, and they're probably going to need a whole new team. I went way too low. Oh. KC we... minus nine. Okay. I have KC minus 16. I have KC minus 14. KC minus 14 and a half. It's KC minus 13 and a half. Let's go, dude. Denver probably covers this game. Yeah, I just – if it's Kansas City, double digits, I'd stay away from and new forever. Coach. Yeah. Miami and New England. I know Tua might be out. I'm taking Miami as the favorite, minus two and a half. I have the minus four. Miami? Yeah. Yeah, two is probably not playing in this game in Gillette Stadium in the winter. South Florida team. I'm going New England minus two and a half. I got Vice City at four and a half. It's New England minus two and a half. Bing bong, baby. Wow. He might have already fucking he might have we might already not be able to catch him. <laughs> Colts to Giants. What do you got, Jack? Dude, are you having a stroke? Did you write it down? I didn't write it down. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's a so game. fucking... I'm going to go Giants 5. Uh, go. Giants minus 3. Go. Giants minus 2. Giants minus 1. It's Giants minus 5.5. So it's Jack. <laughs> off off fucking, the whim. It's, it's fucking... Bullshit. That's unreal, dude. That's absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> Saints at Philly. Brian, you go first. Saints at Philly. I got Philly minus 6. Jim? Philly minus six and a half. Jack. Fucked up. Philly minus 11. Philly minus four. It's Philly minus seven. I lost by a half point. Mm. Bang. Damn. I'll just go fuck myself. Can't even get on the board. And I mean either. Carolina at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, give me Tampa Bay minus four. I have a minus four and a half. Tampa Bay minus two. Tampa Bay minus two and a half. It's Tampa Bay minus three. All right, Jack. Oh, tough, tough week. How am I doing it? Would you? You had two and a half. Yeah. How How are you doing it? How are you getting doubled up by me? I don't know, dude. The world <laughs> may never know. Cleveland at Washington. Go ahead, Jack. You can go first. Cleveland minus one. Jim. Cleveland minus one and a half. I got Washington minus two. I got Cleveland minus two. It's Washington minus two and a half. Oh my God. Brian's on the board. You're a loser, dude. Get it together. <laughs> I told you he's either going to be great or a dumpster fire. Get your shit. Well, it's looking, looking pretty dumpster fire. Looking like a dumpster fire, dude. Jacksonville at Houston. Divisional game. On the road, Jacksonville. Jacksonville minus six. Jacksonville minus eight and a half. I got I, minus four. I felt like I might have went too low, but not anymore. I got Jacksonville minus seven and a half. I have minus four. It's minus four and a half. Get me back on that fucking board. Hey. You're on the board, dude. You're only one behind Jack I'm getting now. Getting frustrated. <laughs> 49ers at Vegas. Jack? Niners, nine and a half. I have Niners minus seven. My, yeah, Niners minus six and a half. Niners minus six. It's Niners minus six. Hey! 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 hey better late than never. You guys could duke it out over Starting second place. But never late is better. Here we go. 
The Jets at the Seattle Seahawks. Brian, what do you have? I put minus one for the Jets. No, you're silly. That's wrong. I put Jets. If that's right, I'm just I'm gonna throw up. I put Jets minus two. You guys have Jets as the favorites. Yeah, I got Jets. Yeah, dude. Yes, dude. Mike White is the quarterback now. That's official. Oh my god. Oh my god. What do you got? What do you have? He's got. You guys all have Jets the favorite. Jets minus three. I'm ready to leave. Seattle minus four. It's Jets minus two. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm putting the entire mortgage on Seattle. You're out of your fucking mind. I'm just telling you what it is. Plus the points, dude. Plus the points. That is gross. Is Gino not playing? No, he's playing. Okay, we're just that's it. We're just Mike White dick riding. That's what we're doing. Vegas is at least Vegas. Holy, Seattle open minus one. So we are Mike White. Seattle open. So you're you're confirming it? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Minnesota at Green Bay. I got Minnesota minus three and a half. I have Minnesota minus two and a half. I have Minnesota minus six and a half. Minnesota minus five. Cool. It's Packers minus three. So who had the lowest Minnesota spread? Was I had two and a half. To you. What? I don't know how, but it is. So you both, you guys are both tied for three. Alicino has two. I have seven. Yeah, you're in shouting distance, but you need bing bongs. Rams and Chargers. Go ahead, Jim. You go first. I got Chargers minus five. Did he bing bong it? No. All right. So we're, we're we got hope. Chargers minus five and a half. I got him minus seven. I got him minus seven too. They're minus six and a half. So let's check. We didn't, had, he, didn't he have five? five we had, I had five. He had five and a half. You had five and a half. Yes. Yeah. Now it's over. <laughs> um, Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Baltimore minus three. I got him minus two. I got minus two and a half. I got minus four. It's minus three. Okay. He's got the big box. Hey, Alice, you know this? All right. Thanks for ruining the game. Monday night, Buffalo at Cincinnati. The over-under should be 76. It's 49. Uh, that's crazy. That's too low. <laughs> In Cincinnati? 49 and a half. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, I'm going to surprise everybody. Bengals minus one and a half. Buffalo minus seven. Wrong. That is fucking downright wrong. That is I Buffalo minus five and a half. I'm giving Anthony my paper. Okay. Say that. Cincinnati minus one and a half. It's Buffalo minus one and a half. That's fine. Not yeah, seven. Not seven. <laughs> the fuck is that? I th- I thought five. Yeah, I thought seven was too high. We're still five closer. Okay. In theory, me and Jimmy still get the point, but we really didn't even pick the right fucking team. Who the Bengals were going to be? This thinking? was a discussion oh, that. Yeah, they're on fire. This was a discussion uh, we meant to bring to you. On an episode where it was just the two of us playing against each other, he had the right team, but I was like closer by like two or three points. I think it should, it, in theory, it should probably be the guy who gets the right fucking team. That's what I thought. Yeah, I think that's how he played it too. Jack looks like he's having a tough time over there. Okay, dude, can you tell us the final scores or no? Assuming no point was given for the last one. No, give us both the point because I could jump in a second. You did. Exactly. You do this from my right hand. Like a real fucking... Like a real normal person? Yeah. <laughs> like, like a real regular human. So I had nine. Alessino had five. Jack had four. Brian had three. If it wasn't an atrocious yeah. star for me, I yeah. would have fucking looked a little bit better. Are you okay, dude? <laughs> He's not okay. Pull your beanie off. We have one more segment to do before we go to break. 
Go Take ahead. out that old phone. Don't put it in your pocket. Take it out. We need it. You got to go to the sleeper app because Bank Sinatra and Team Joe C are going at it in the championship of the Vampire League. A lot at stake here. Cash prize. Stay thirsty clothing package. Championship catering barbecue provided by Justin of Justin's Chop Shop of West Hampton Beach. Two go in, one comes out the winner. Are we there yet? Or are we? Well, it says Sleeper didn't update its own app. Yeah, yet. it didn't update it. But Wednesday at 1 o'clock, it will update because stat corrections. But we'll make it work. Okay, I mean, we'll we can just work. push it. We could just push it to Thursday then and talk about it on Thursday. Yeah, no, no, we can make it work. Go to, go to, uh, Go to Joe's team, and I'll go to Bank Sinatra, and then we'll just do their their matchups individually like that. No big deal. No big deal. Minor issues, but minor solutions. Major solutions. What? This is what you pull up projections for next week? Dude, all I need is a minor solution. It's all I need. Uh, I don't think it does actually. All right. There we go. So then it's going. No, 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 no. So it's. Bank Sinatra has Patrick Mahomes and McKinnon. Wow. Bank Sinatra is all in on KC. Very much all in on KC. Patrick Mahomes, Jared McKinnon, Alvin Kamara, Waddle, Juju Smith-Schuster, TJ Hawkinson, who just put on. Uh, what's his name? White from, what's his first name? Rashad White Rashad from, White Tampa, from Bay. Tampa Bay. Leonard Fournette, which is... Good earlier in the year. And it, then, I mean, know, it worked. 15 it worked. and 25, it worked last week. Uh, uh, Budker and uh, Steelers defense. On the bench, anybody of note, he has Brian Robinson, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Eagles defense, DeAndre, uh, Deontay Johnson, and uh, Gabriel Davis. That's that's uh, Bank Sinatra's team. So, let's see. You got Joe's? You want me to do Joe's? Yeah. yeah. Joey, um, he started Jared Goff, but he's got Jalen Hurts on the bench, so I'm assuming if he plays, yeah. he's going in. Um, he also has got Chubb, Stevenson, uh, AJ Brown, Chris Godwin, Mike Williams, and Christian Kirk. Um, Dawson Knox, a tight end. Patriots defense also has Debo on the bench, so assuming. I mean, that's a pretty stacked lineup. Joe's AJ Brown, be... Chris Godwin, Mike Williams, and Debo. Joe's got to be favored. Now I can't remember for sure. But I know for a fact we took Justin Jefferson off of Bank Sinatra. Do, do, do you guys know if we took anyone off of Joe? I don't think we beat Joey. Let me just see real quick. He didn't have Christian McCaffrey, right? No, I don't. Thought we got Christian McCaffrey off of T-Swag, but I could be wrong. Maybe we, um... Let's see. We beat Joey. We took uh, Christian McCaffrey off. We Joey. took McCaffrey yep. off of Joey. So both wow, so of his th- team was fucking. So both of these teams got their first round pick, bit and sucked from and them. Still made it to from the us and are still in the championship. Yeeted from their rosters yeah. and they're still in it. Good for them. That's cool. So that's a testament to good fantasy football. You know, good old fashioned good fantasy. We got Mike Williams on his bench too. Joey, right? Mike Williams is in his starting line. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he has Debo on the. Because he's, mm-hmm. he's been hurt. Yeah. So the the Vampire League was fun. The short bench is interesting, right? The short bench is what makes everything interesting yeah. because that's probably what it, yeah more than likely. I mean, the shorter bench is what allows 
you to lose your first round pick and still figure it out. And so does good drafting and everything else. But we all know draft is maybe 30% of the battle in fantasy football. The way you manage your team going forward is really what wins a championship. Yeah. I wish next year we could get into a uh, into a elimination league. I think that would be so fun. But you'd have we'd have to do it online. I wouldn't do it through. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's literally you draft, and there's 16 teams in the league, and you have a thousand fab dollars, and the lowest scoring team every week is eliminated, and all of their players go into the player pool. So now you're fabbing for these players, and you can't really sit and sleep because you need to. You cannot be the lowest scorer every week, and the, basically the guy who makes it throughout the whole year not being the lowest. Basically, if you're never the lowest, you win. That's how it goes. So that would be. Interesting. That would be cool. All these fantasy football gimmick matches, dude. I like it. I like They're it. They're kind of fun. Yeah. Because there's to me, there's no point in being in three or four standard format fantasy leagues. I can don't... I just say what I don't like and then you can continue? Go ahead. Of course. I don't like best ball. No, best ball is fucking, out of it. fucking lazy. Yeah, best yeah, ball is fucking lazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's for guys who play fantasy football and they're like, I have 27 rosters. I'm just going to feed a bunch of money into this thing, do a bunch of best balls because I can drive better than everybody else. And, and then just let it run. That's what that is, yeah. yeah. I mean, and then it's kind of luck of the draw, kind of weird like that. I don't love that. But I do like the gimmicks. I like the gimmicks. I think that they bring a little flair to it because, yeah, Dynasty's fun and all, but you can – I mean, I have two Dynasty leagues. I don't know if I if I did another Dynasty league, I wouldn't do an, any other league besides a third Dynasty league because yeah. it just acquires – requires more attention. Like today I found out I'm picking today I found out I'm picking 7th in the other league, the league with Kevin and all them. Um Tyler Burns won. Shout out Tyler Burns. Um and then I have the 7th pick, but I also have the 2nd pick because I traded Damian Harris so that first round pick when we talked about it. So I have the 2nd and 7th pick nice. and I'm already like third highest in projections for scoring this year. I already had points for finished third. So I'm thinking, all right, we'll build off of it. And I lost Javante Williams in that league. So, like, we're there. We're building. Yeah. I have J.K. Dobbins. Sounds, sounds like you hope Bijan's there at two, dude. I need a quarterback. Bijan might oh, – you, you don't want one of these. That's the league. That I you don't want one of these three. It's the league I have Mac Jones in. Great. You don't want one of these three. I'm thinking about moving, maybe moving a pick. But anyway, it's, it's a lot more to think about and it never stops. Like, you might get a trade offer in March. And be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, someone wants my third round pick for, uh, you know, whatever. You know, Garoppolo? I don't know where Garoppolo's going, but my third round pick, I don't need it. I have an extra one. Uh, I'll do the deal. Like, you know? <laughs> Interesting. But anyway. Yeah. I'm I'm in on a Dynasty League. Yeah. We should start one. We could probably no. field a solid league. You don't need to field. But I'm saying I know we don't need to. But... I wouldn't do that. I would just do, hey, who wants to do this if we get six? We could still go through that. Online, yeah, no, I'm saying with if we a get, whole league, I wouldn't, uh, yeah, but then you're like, it's, I don't know, I don't want to have to work to get guys, you know what I mean? Like if the, if if we have four here, that's that's enough, right? If we get Nick, that's five, Joey probably Joey it. six, Joey said, let uh, me know, of and that's it. Like hey, we fill half the league and half his guys, we don't even know. Everybody pays attention. Everybody's on that league. I mean, you you fill out trading blocks. It's like. Very like, what are you looking for? Who are right. you willing to move? Like it's very, you know, fan, you know, friendly. Built. It's like very built in, very in depth. So just do that instead of having to fill the twelve and feel like 
Can everybody make the draft time? Like, yo, this is the draft time. Right. We're, we're signing up for it now. You got to pay two years in advance. Never have to worry about where the money is or if the money is. You know, it's just not, not yeah. that. And then it's, yo, you don't like it? There's like every, for every like 50 leagues, there's one commissioner. So your commissioner's just assigned to your league and he's always just chilling there like silently. Mm-hmm. And then like you could write to him in the chat like at commissioner and be like, hey, like why did you do this? You know what I mean? You're not allowed to tank. He stops tanking. It's wild. Like they do things where if you go to tank, he'll the guy will literally take the guy you had benched, pull him and put somebody in. Like so yeah. it's like very like they're good like that, you know? And then the cutoffs too, like you have to cut down from twenty to sixteen. If you don't cut down on that day, it's no texting, like, yo, you have tomorrow to cut down. they just he'll just pull four guys off your roster and be like, All right, cool. Now you got now you lost him. Like, you know? Yeah. So it's it's cool like that. I mean Yeah. But good luck to Joe C and uh, Bank Sinatra in the finals. It'll be fun. Watch from afar. Yeah. Through the pain. Yeah. Gonna be good. Glass, with the rain on the other side. And just wondering what could have been. Yeah. One or two lo- one or two wins and we would have had it. One. No, one win. One win would have got us in and we would have mowed down everybody when we got it. Yeah, that one win would have added another person. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. What are you going to do? Are we taking a break? Yes, sir. It's a new year, and with new year comes new resolutions. And what's going to help you complete the resolutions that you set forward for yourself this year? Inspiration. And we have just the company for you that's focused around inspiration. Head on over to staythirstyco.com and put in the code HAVOC to get 15% off on your next order. And make sure you take a look over at the Winter 2022 collection. That's staythirstyco.com. Drop the OY and focus on you. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Best way to support the show is to support the sponsors. You support the sponsors. You're supporting the boys, supporting the podcast, helping us get out of this basement. Quit our jobs. Chase a dream. Change four young men's lives. Our boy just bought a house. Help him out. Promo code Havoc. Where, though? Where do you? Where do you <laughs> promo code Havoc. Well, the know. commercial just played. <laughs> Come on now. Um, Thursday Night Football. We got Dallas going to Tennessee. Lines 10. 10 and a half. 10 and a half. Oh, man. We got no QB lines for the Titans. Boy, oh, boy. Um, boy. What's the over-under? 40 and a half. No Titans touchdown props at all. No touchdown props at all, actually. Only lines for Prescott, Lamb, and Gallup. No Titans even listed yet. I'm assuming they don't so know. So we're going to fucking wind up having to play the same game we played last week. Pretty huh? much. Yeah. All right. I mean... Cowboys are going to cover. Yeah. They could hit the over on their own. If Derrick Henry doesn't play this game, they definitely could hit the over on their <laughs> own. Like, I feel 40 and a half, you said. Yeah. That's like an easy 34 to fucking 7. You know? Yeah. 24-10. Actually, no, maybe. 24-10, want to do it? Yeah, and no, I'm thinking about it. 34-7, jeez. Yeah, 34-7, fucking 27-13. Which that wouldn't even do it, but you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. I feel like, no Derrick Henry, they could definitely get there because they'll have the ball plenty early and often. Yeah, and they score like at will, basically. <laughs> I wouldn't be necessarily scared about the ten. Usually this year, I haven't been taking favorites by double digits or more. But Malik Willis, bad, not not looking great. No. And we know for sure he's playing right. I mean, we know it's not Tannehill, so. I don't think so. They asked on, on the Bill Simmons podcast, Sal X Bill, do, would you rather just have Tannehill back there on one crutch? 
you think it would be equal value to Malik Willis. <laughs> wow, they really shit on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Simmons was like, good for him. He made it to the league. Like, he's a fallback playing quarterback. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Disrespectful. Dude, it's absolutely abysmal what we've seen out of Malik Willis thus far in his appearances in the NFL. So, yeah, between that and this game not meaning dick for the Titans in terms of their playoff future and Henry as of today – I mean, typically you don't practice on Tuesday. You're not going to play on Thursday, right? Isn't that kind of how it goes? I mean, I'm sure Derek would tough it, tough it out. Wait, now, so they're tied, right? Jacksonville and Tennessee. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, I think so. So if or it's uh, so if they win and Jacksonville loses, do does Jackson Jacksonville beat them the first time? Is that how that? Is that I think so. Yeah, that's how we're getting that. Um, Decision, I didn't do all the NFL math on it. I just saw from you know a reliable, I don't remember who, but a reliable source on Twitter, a reporter, mm-hmm. that said. Yeah, they're tied right now. Who has the win though? Jacksonville beat Tennessee the yeah. first time, right? Yep. They yeah. have the win. All right, that's fine then. Okay, so. So co- combine Mal- right combine Malik the Malik Willis disaster with Derrick Henry probably not playing and. I'll take Dallas with the points, and I probably like the over two. Obviously, we can't get into any fuckarounds right now because there's no lines available. So we're gonna do like we did last week, a little bit of an extended Thursday night segment on Thursday's show. Tell you right now, Tony Pollard hasn't found the end zone in a while, and Zeke keeps poaching. I feel like him, and this isn't the Thursday night game, but Travis Kelsey hasn't scored a touchdown in a month. And I've bet on a Travis Kelsey touchdown every week this month. So it's like you with Mike Evans earlier in the year. I just won't leave it alone until it happens now. I didn't do it Sunday night because I just knew it wasn't going to happen. And it didn't. But, um, yeah. I don't know. That's tough. I I, I want to go over, but a lot of part it makes of me, me nervous. Yeah. Yeah, part of me says it's not going to happen. I mean, it's a prime teaser candidate, right? Take it down to fucking four and a half and 34 and a half. I don't even like it, though. No. I don't even like four and a half. I'm sorry. I do like four and a half. I like say you don't like four and a half? Yeah, I don't like, like the over. Even, even the you over. could go to fucking 46 and a half then yeah. and go under if you feel you that, that way. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, with the line sitting around 40 and the 10-point spread, it feels like a prime time same-game teaser. I feel like every time I hear this... It sounds like a good idea, but it never hits. Every well, bet well I mean, idea. I said teaser. I didn't necessarily – you could always say, like, I feel like the over on the teaser is a good move. But if you went and tease it to the under, to 46.5 instead of the over, the teaser is still – like, this is where teasers fucking live. Over, under, right around 40, 39.5, and 38.5, and, and a spread around between 7 to 10 because that's where – I mean, you would argue that around 10 – it's not quite valuable because you're not getting it to under a field goal, right? Which is fine, but you're getting it to yeah. under a touchdown. The thresholds you're looking for are under a touchdown, under a field goal, or right around to a money line, which is under a field goal. You don't want to cross zero because it's kind of sacrilegious, right? Like a, There's no point in crossing zero. It doesn't really make sense. Because then why wouldn't you just take an old line? You know what I mean? I know what you mean. If you're crossing zero and, and let's just say making it Plus, why would you want plus on you wouldn't you wouldn't want the plus, you know what I mean? There's no Well Yeah, you want the, the two thresholds are seven and three. So if you get an eight point spread, 
a nine point spread, eight and a half point spread, and you want to ride that down past three, that's the home run hitter. Because then, then you know a late game field goal covers you. You know. The only problem with the teaser is, it's always the problem. You're always you like you. A lot of times you put yourself in the situation where, okay, now both can't hit. So if you have under forty six and Cowboys minus five, let's just say right, and the game ends up being twenty one twenty one. You're at 42, and now you cannot hit minus five because you have the under. Because if it goes to minus five, it's it went over. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're in that situation where it's like, eh, well, now we're fucked. So that's the only thing about the teaser that you have to worry about. Like you're you're kind of trapped in the if then scenarios. You know? Look, I need the Cowboys to score here, and then they got to get a three and out, and then they have to yeah, kick a field goal. A but it can't be a well, touchdown because if it's a touchdown, then I like that's yeah. with the same game teaser. But you don't have to do no, the same no, game no, you tease. Same you game. can tease this with fucking shit on Sunday that you like, and you don't worry about overs or unders. So, you know, this sounds like it's a stressful bet to make, and you know, uh, if you're teasing me, you're losing me. I, I mean, here's my thought. Teasers sound stressful. You're teasing me. Over. Fucking rookie, dude. You're losing me. Uh, They're not that stressful. Teasers aren't stressful. <laughs> They're not supposed to be stressful. The no, dude. Described it. Oh, if they, they can score a touchdown, but they can't, and then they're gonna. Get that's that's if you that's if you have a spread like that and an over uh, or and an under, and then you wind up in a situation late in a game. Yeah. That's if well, this I'm and that. That's show you. That is three different separate outcomes. You know the, the, the theory that, that suggests that there is a multiverse where the exact same shit happens, but one decision changes? This is too much going on, all right? For me. Well, this has got nothing to do with making a teaser bet, though. This is yeah, just no, him explaining how it could go horribly wrong off the nervous. rails. He's nervous. I don't know if I tell you. He's just explaining how you could get teased into a corner, so to speak. I don't like the sound of It's that. not necessarily a, a, as big of a deal. A corner, dude? Oh, dude, no. <laughs> Oh, it's not as big of a deal as you're making it out to be. You know, they could also win fourteen nothing, and that you know that covers the teaser that, easy I mean, peasy yeah, lemon I mean, squeezy. Yeah, dude. and like, there's no fear. Lemon yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you made a bet with like absolutely no worry at all? Betting against the Knicks. That that's like and you're. It's weird to say when they're like eight of their last ten. They are. <laughs> they're, they're, they're currently eight of their last ten. And you're like against the Knicks, dude. No, but I'm I'll saying, tell you right now, the easiest bet that you could fucking make any week is the Bengals with the points. In their last 23 games, they're 20 and 3 against the spread. Jesus. That is the easiest bet in the NFL that you can make. How many times have you made it this year? I mean, in parlays, <laughs> in parlays a ton. I in parlays a ton, single ticket, single zero. Ago against the Patriots. Um, no, that's against, my point, though. Like, yeah. How many times, like, when you bet, are you nervous? Not necessarily, because I think every bet's a good bet that I make. So I think I no, but for the money that you call this kid J.R. Smith, dude, yeah. nah, never dude. stop shooting. You're not betting enough money then. That's true too. Yeah, but which yeah. is like, fine. Every bet you which make, is... you should be like, "That sucks. I don't want to lose that this." Hurt. Yeah, like I don't want to lose this. So if it's twenty five dollars, it's twenty five. Watching sports should I'm... not be fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's really <laughs> clip it because that's really that's really the truth of it. You know, <laughs> if you bet in five dollars, right? If you're betting five dollars a game and you're like, ah, fuck, it's just five dollars, you're not bet, you're not betting. Enough. Well, there's an individual that I, I am coworkers with, who likes to build one dollar lottery tickets, yeah. for insane odds. That's uh, stupid. 
Yeah, yeah. It's stupid, but you know that's how he enjoys his betting, and that's how he enjoys watching yeah, sports. Close, but that's not well, betting. If you want, if you want to do that, I I had this conversation with Matt Oro. Like, just buy lottery tickets if that's if yeah. you're gonna put a five dollar yeah, yeah. bet in that pays out twenty seven grand, just go play the Mega Millions. Like the right way just to bet go is play to bet enough money that you could, that you can. Let me like, just make could, this very clear: that you could afford to lose, but bet enough money where you're like, I don't really want to lose this. This isn't five dollars. This is. 40 bucks. I don't want to lose 40 bucks. Like, and you're making bets that you really believe that you can win. And winning 35 bucks off that is like, oh, that's a pretty cool thing. Like, that's where you have to get to. Because if you're just, like, you could be super rich and be throwing 18 team teasers, I mean, 18 team parlays for $100, but the $100 means nothing to you. Yeah, well, so you know, like, it's not bet. It's not really gamble. I mean, that is, but it's not. It's a like party of mine at the end of this past week was up like 230 bucks, right? And I think there was one game left. So he put it all down. He was either going to be up 500 or even for the day. And that's what he was cool with. Because in that, like, if you were up 230, you'd probably cash it. But to him, like, 230, eh, you know, two, the difference between being 230, up 230 and being even isn't, as, isn't that big of a deal if I could go double it down right now. You know, so it's all about how you value your winnings, too. Because, like, to me... Up up two hundred bucks. I'd rather try to turn that into more money. I'm not gonna lose on that week, but if I'm up two hundred bucks, I'm not gonna go in my cocoon and protect my two hundred dollar lead. That's when you play aggressive with it. I mean, I didn't. I I made one bet all of Saturday and all of Sunday. One bet, and I lost it, and we moved on. I didn't. I was. I don't really care because it just. I looked at the slate again. I didn't love it, and it turns out I was right. The books fucking beat everybody up. So that's that. I, I really didn't care, but. There are weeks where I mean, if I'm up money and it's a, it's a Monday night football game, I won't do it just to do it and try to double my money. I'll do it off of you know, as I make stupid bets too. I, I won't lie to you. You know, we did uh, Thursday night football. Me and little Daniel did Jacksonville and the Pelicans in a parlay, mm-hmm. and that was like stealing. That was legitimately like stealing. Like that didn't never worried for a second. As soon as the Jets went down, I'm like. This is all good. Jets can't score. This is great. And the Pelicans are up 30 in halftime. And I'm like, Daniel texted me. He's like, told you, dude, punch it. I'm like, yeah, you did. You did tell me. We'll punch in this ticket. It was easy. And yeah, I put fucking $25 on it. He put way more. And I should have been like him. I should have been like <laughs> Daniel. Because he cashed. But Gotta ask yourself, what would Jordan do, dude? Jordan? Yeah, dude. God. Jordan Who could pass. be faster, dude? Jordan would go big. <laughs> You could be fast. What are you joking? It's alright. You'll get it. You'll figure it out. Like if I was playing prize picks, which I don't anymore because it's totally legal now and everything like that. If I was playing prize picks, I wouldn't play for less than like seventy five dollars probably. Because to me, it's like. So you're telling me if I hit three out of what is it three? Yeah. If I hit three props out of half, if I hit half my props, I get my money back. No, you would get like point two, so you get like a quarter of it back. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm all in on that. <laughs> I'm all in on that. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're making me feel like I can't lose, which I guess right. is what they wanted. Yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah. That's fine, but that's why I don't play it. You know, whatever. You'll learn. So point of the, point of the whole thing is tease down Thursday, <laughs> jump in. You know, I like round robins. Everybody else looks at me like I'm fucking. I, I like round robins too. You yeah. just gotta fucking. That's a situation where you just got to commit to it, yeah. you know. 
Round robins are great, dude. I mean, if I'm going to do like a three or a four team round robin, that's going to be my only action on the day. Unless it hits, and then we have more money to play with later on. But, you know, like, that's the thing. You can't it's like saying, you can't play round robin small. No, it's like saying, hey, dude, you want a Hershey's bar? And, you, and, he's, and the other guy's like, yo, I'd love a Hershey's bar. You know, that's just how it is. I'm so confused. I don't think that has anything to do with I'm so absolutely <laughs> befuddled by that analogy. I don't get it at all. Yo, imagine you're at the lunch table in high school, right? Throwing it way back. Sorry. Right? Well, all back. two years for you. Yep, go ahead. Not two years for me. For you. I know. Go ahead. You sit at the lunch table, right? And your boy got an extra extra chicken sandwich, right? He's got two chicken sandwiches on his plate. That's what extra means. Right? Then you go online. And you're like, bro, I'd love a chicken sandwich. You get two. You know, you and your buddy, you're both there with two chicken sandwiches, four chicken sandwiches total. What are we doing? What are we, and what are, where are you getting? I'm trying to find out where we're getting to. Around James saying, I like round robins too. So you, what you just said. Oh, that's such a tough analogy. Work on your work your please, work on your analogy. Be prepared then. to just say your ending. When you turn heel, you better have better analogies. Yeah, dude. <laughs> or don't have any analogies at all, dude. You ready to close it out? I was going to close out before we told the chicken thing. Just cut everyone off and do it. But I didn't because I thought that would be rude. And I don't know if Brian had anything no, left no, to say behind the computer. Because I had no problem being rude to him. I knew you were pretty much gotten everything off that your chest that you needed yeah, to get off. I'm more I, I was really. Was the beginning of the show. I do feel dumber than I was three hours ago, for yeah, sure. I did my job, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely, for sure. Brought to you by House of Havoc Podcasting, uh, Tiger Pack Productions, Stay Thirsty Company, Sachi D. De Niro. Justin's Chop Shop of West Hampton Beach. Dino Skate Park. Did I say stay thirsty? You did. Am I missing any? Peace out. Stay tuned.